This is the First Security Financial Show with David Compton from First Security Financial Wealth Manager, Inc. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, David provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is David Compton to help you find out how to be secured financially. All right, good morning. Another Saturday morning. Welcome to the First Security Financial Show. I'm David Compton. He's John Compton. Good morning. We're here to talk about retirement, as we always do on Saturday mornings. Glad you could tune in. Super Bowl weekend. I guess our area around here is not so excited about the Super Bowl. And in all actuality, what I'd love to see happen, I'd love to see a, a real a horrible call that goes against the Rams so they'll understand how it feels, but that forces the NFL to do something about it. That that Because if you don't protect the integrity of the game, People are going to quit watching it, going to quit giving support to the teams. If you can't have confidence that that your team can't lose the game because of a bad call. So that's the last I, I guess I'm going to speak about the Saints. <laughs> I'm still, after Roger Goodell gave his speech the other day, I was not impressed and neither were most people um, that w- was listening to uh, at the restaurant I was at when he was, I was eating uh, lunch when, when he was on. It was, it was, like like somebody I heard him say on a, uh, uh, on uh, one of the radio sports stations, and it said uh, so another Roger Cadell was another no call. In other words, right. he he didn't say anything. He he didn't call nothing. He didn't do anything. He just said it was a uh, and he didn't let he, the reporters ask the right questions. No, he and he only let the uh, the New Orleans contingency of of uh, media ask one question. That was it. And they spread it around after. He knew he would have gotten hammered by the New Orleans media. He stayed away from them. He let one guy from the Times-Picayune speak. But, you know, he he attributed it all to human imperfection. Like him. That's it. So it's human imperfection that caused it, and we're that's never going to go away. So, we're you know, it's almost like we're not going to do anything to try to improve. So, yeah, you know you got human imperfection, but – Look how much instant replay has benefited many games that call they reverse the calls that were right. And rarely do you see them either not reverse a call or leave a call and it was wrong. wrong. It, it, it's yeah. rare that you'll see it. It was where because a lot of times if they can't have conclusive video, they won't evidence, change, they the, won't call change the, the call on the field, and and you don't. Right. You, okay, I can live with that. But if it's that close to tell anyway you know what I, I can live with those but when you have some that are and there's been many that have been blatant all right that they call catches or they called incomplete passes that were catches and they went back and reversed it and it was the right call whether it was for your team or against your team be consistent with and 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 have the you can live with the right call so just like on the saints play if if it would have instant replay would have showed that he got there at the same time of the ball hey that was a good play. You can you can say, it. but instant replay showed something far different. It was just way out of bounds. How these refs didn't see it, I don't know. So, anyway, 
We're going to try to leave it alone. <laughs> I don't know if we'll be able to, but we're going to try to leave it alone. All right. But uh, the focus today, we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, what, what we call a retirement trap. How might you be unknowingly falling into it? You say a retirement trap. So what does that mean? And by the way, our listeners, if you have a chance, write this number down, 1-800-858-3029. It's not a call into the show, but it's a call in to set up a time to talk to either myself or John about our retirement strategies and how we can benefit you. It's, if, if anything else, you get a second opinion out of the deal. It's a no cost, no obligation phone call or visit to sit down with us as well. So when you got a raise, what's the first thing you would do when you, when you got a raise? And I think this goes to the heart of, I won't say the word expose, but helping you to see how serious you are about saving for retirement. But it also gives you an idea of the type of saver, if you're a saver at all, in preparing for retirement. So we all get a raise. So what do you do? What would you do? Um, Most most people just spend more money. Right. Do you look at it? Hmm. I've I've got a, I'm going to buy me a, you know, if it's a, a woman, maybe she's looking to buy a new outfit, you know, new designer bag or something like that. Okay. So that tells you where your thinking is. Or, if you got a bonus, how do you respond if your employer gives you an annual quarterly bonus? What do you do with that money? Have you divvied it up and and spent it three or four different ways and the only problem you're having is trying to determine where you're going to spend it at? Or you recognizing this is an opportunity to increase my savings or my investments? And this goes a long way, and there's a psychology to this. So even when you start a new job, if you started a new job and it's way more money than you've made in the past, when's the best time to take more money out for savings? Wouldn't it be right then? If you've never made that money in the past, then then put more of the money into your 401K is what I'm saying. Because if you never have it, you don't miss what you never had. Well, that's what I tell both of my kids. You yeah. start that new job and you get that 401k. You never made this much money. Max it out from the get-go. You if, you, if you're making enough money to max it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it just depends. Pay, pay as much as you can into it. Um, and if you get a raise and you're living comfortably on what you're making, all right, your, your employer gives you, let's say you, you're working by the hour and you, he gives you a dollar an hour raise. Well, if you work in a 40-hour work week, that's $40 a week, 160 a month. And let's say you're already contributing 100 and you say, you know what? I really don't need this money, so contribute the whole raise. You know, I know taxes, but if you contribute in 401k, there won't be any taxes out of it. So put the whole 160 into your 401k. And what this will do, because what happens with this is this is going to show you down the road, it's not only going to put you in um, a better position to retire, it, it really disciplines you into saving money, 
and not always looking to spend because we we live in a society now that it's always spend more spend more spend more and 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 that's good to a point we all want to spend more it's always nice to have more to do nice things but at what expense at the expense of having to work till you're 75 80 years old um and how we treat that um we live in a consumption-based society. We consume and consume, and it's never enough. We want to consume more and more and more. And the people that retire, that have the larger 401ks, they're consumers, but they're also savers. And there's a balance. You have to reach a balance into that. And the way you do it is when you get raises, put money in it. When you start a new job, immediately start contributing to a retirement plan. If it doesn't have a retirement plan, start your own outside of a retirement. If you're over 50 now this year, you can tr- contribute up to $7,000 a year into an IRA. If that's all you can do. That's great. Max it out. You don't miss it. And that, that is the key because that's going to serve you well into retirement as well. And what, it, what it's going to help you recognize is that when you do retire, it's going to help you even better to have a more successful retirement because you're going to recognize retirement is about one thing, having enough income. And this is what we've talked about more and more and more. Uh, Article after article that I've read that talks about Americans aren't saving enough. Um, To save appropriately, you need about 10 times your annual income in retirement. So if you make 40,000 a year, you need 400. If you make a hundred, you need a million. Because what you got to realize is when you say a million dollars, most people hear that and they say, wow, that's a lot of money. And if somebody gave you a million dollars to blow and and have no accountability for, it would be a nice chunk of money. But if you get a million dollars and at the end of the day, this is what's going to last you for 20, 25, 30 years of retirement. Now you got a task at hand. Yes, it. And then taxes have to come out of that money. Right. Then it's like, wow, well. Can I buy that new boat I wanted? Can I, can I buy? Should I buy that new right. boat? Right. <laughs> or can I buy the fishing camp I wanted to get or the hunting camp? Or can I, you know what I'm saying? Can we buy the condo in Florida with that? Oh, you could. You can pay a big tax hit on it. And at the end of the day, when you do retire, where's your income stream going to come from? But the reality is, is most Americans, um, are not saving enough because the medium retirement account balance was just $26,331 in 2017. Uh, and this was according to a report from uh, Vanguard, which what's that sell us? Is that most, that's enough for a, a, um, a decent size emergency account, not a retirement account. That's enough to have an emergency account to cover AC units, refrigerators, things like that going out. If you got if you got a decent sized house and the roof goes, that's about enough to cover the roofs, right. the, a new roof. So, uh, you, you know, now you're drained. So the reality of what we're talking about is, it's the retirement trap. How do you view? How you might unknowingly fall into it is, do you spend every dime that you make? Are you looking for opportunities to contribute more and more into your a 401k IRA or savings account as well. We're going when we come back we're going to head to our first break. We're going to talk a little bit more about that and how critical that is to allowing you to be able to 
save more, but more importantly, have more for income to live the standard of living that you're, you're, you're comfortable with or you're accustomed to. Give us a call, 1-800-858-3029. That's 1-800-858-3029. We're going to head to our first break. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back, everyone. We're back. I'm uh, David Compton. He's uh, John Compton. And uh, welcome back. We're in our second segment of this show. And we've been focusing on the retirement trap we get ourselves in, and that's we get raises, we get bonuses, we get opportunities to contribute more money in 401k accounts, but we have too many things that we want, and, and, and it makes it not that we can't, it, you, you got to be disciplined and have a determination. And I know what people say, well, but I'm living, I want to live now. I don't want to just live to retire. And I get that. Right. There's a balance in there as well. But here's what you got to look at. Um, we, we talked in the first segment about how Americans are not generally are not saving enough in retirement. Um, but you also, because of life expectancies, need to recognize that you should be prepared to live for at least a couple, two to three decades in retirement. That's a big deal. Yeah, That may be almost as much as some of us work, the years that we actually put into work. So could you live on your retirement savings for 20 years, 25 years, 30 years? Not if you're not saving enough. And we're not talking about Social Security. Yeah, we're not just talking Social Security. We're talking about your savings dollars to help you supplement Social Security. So, and this was an article I was read. I was wanting to look, and to me it just shows a big difference in the amount of money that you can save. But an article was entitled, was in Money uh, Magazine. It says, here's a simple way to boost your retirement by as much as $80,000. What happened in 2019, they gave a $500 a year boost to IRA contributions if you're over, uh, well, both of them, uh, even if you're over 50. Now, if you're over 50, there's a $1,000 catch-up contribution. So it's it's 6000 if you're under 50, and it's 7000 if you're over 50. But what they were saying, that extra $500 a month, if contributed over a 40-year time period, we're not talking about the full six thousand. We're talking about just the additional five hundred would give you as much as eighty thousand dollars of additional money in retirement. That's a lot. Wow. For five hundred dollars. So the point here is sometimes it's not we, we think, well heck, if I can't save thirty, forty thousand a year, it ain't worth doing it. And that's not the case. And you have to recognize that we're planning for a longer and these are the the two dynamics the two dynamics that really have have changed the way we plan for retirement it, most people don't even realize it one and i and i'll say this at our social security seminars i'll ask people i said how come our parents and grandparents didn't have to worry about planning how they retired for especially our grandparents if you're in my age group, mid to, to upper 50s, how come my grandparents didn't go to seminars wondering how to best take your Social Security? And you know why? Because if you look back in, 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 in this country's history, in 1940, the average life expectancy 
was 64 years old. Your full retirement age to draw Social Security at the your full retirement amount was 65. And you're saying, but hold on, 50% of people were going to die by 64. That was a no-brainer. So guess what everybody did? They went and signed up at 62 because life expectancies were only 64. That's simple math. Why do you need to plan? Now, it didn't mean people didn't live way past it, but this was... This was the reality of the time frame. We fast forward today, average life expectancies are 82 to about 87. Big difference. Yeah, very big. So Social Security was planning on the average person not drawing Social Security no more than about a few years. So everybody thought, well, I'm only going to be able to draw Social Security for two years. Got to do it. Even if it was five or ten, it was still a good deal for social security they weren't but now we're seeing these life expectancies social security's paying out social security for 20 25 30 years so this is what's caused the dynamic to change this is why it's imperative that you get your numbers right you look at family history um, you look at uh, spousal benefits there's survivor benefits all of these factors come into play even if the husband's family or the men in the husband's side of the family don't have longevity, but the women do, doesn't automatically mean he signs up to 62. Look at the numbers, not the emotion of it. And you can't, you know, this is why most Americans' biggest fear is outliving their money, but they don't give any thought or consideration for the most part into when's the best time to draw Social Security, whereas 75% of people sign up for Social Security at 62. Life expectancy has changed that dynamic. If it hasn't changed the way you think about it, you're not looking at the whole picture. And you're not looking, if, a, if you're a man, you got to contemplate what's your wife's Social Security. Well, she, can, she at your death, she gets your Social Security check if it's the highest. That, that can be a big deal. So you got to look at it over to life expectancy. And the other dynamic that's changed in retirement planning is this when I first got into this business over 30 years ago, the average person retired with Social Security and a pension? As a matter of fact, 70 to 75 percent of people had pensions, 20 to 25 percent didn't. Those numbers have totally reversed now. Now, when people retire, 20 to 25 percent have a pension, and 70 to 75 don't that's the other dynamic that's been changed because if you retired work for a company for 35 40 years and they say hey bob here's your gold watch your pension you're gonna head to the house sign up for social security hey we're living good i just got to make sure we budget based on what we got right here and if i did a good job saving well that's even that's icing on the cake, cake. or whereas if i didn't do so good it didn't wreck my retirement because I still had a pension and Social Security. Right. I just live within that budget. And, you know, they went through the 08, 07, 08, 09 when the market started and they lost all that money and started coming back. The thing that these baby boomers haven't experienced yet is that they don't, most of them do not have a pension. So when they get ready to retire, and how many times we see it, they come in and they, they don't look at the income stream as being important. Yeah. 
is to is how big the pot of money is. Yeah, how big but, the pot but of money is. But you know the financial industry as a it, whole conditions right. us to think it's about the size of the money uh, of the pot of money. And it, and and it is don't get me wrong, obviously 2 million is more than a million and a million is more than 500. And you can get more income right. off of it, 2 it, million it, than you the, can. It, it, exactly. It does matter, but it's not it shouldn't be 100% of the deciding factor. It's not it's not all out without the most important thing. Yeah. And so going forward, when you start talking to them about that income stream, it's like, well, you know, my guy's telling me that I'm going to be able to pull 4% off of this. And and they've been working with this guy or talking to someone through one of their plans that they're going to be able to do this. But they never get into that part that happened in 08, 07, 08, when it dropped 50%. And you got to stop drawing off of that that money that's in the four hundred one k because you're not drawing a paycheck anymore. That 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 part of it, I think, is not is not registering to a lot of people that we sit down with. Well, and I think what what's not registering is that they they don't think they need a plan as to how they draw that money money off. out. That it's just well, as I need it, I you know. Like I, I need a drink of water. I just go to the well and and take a, a drink of water as as needed. Yeah. And and they view that money in that same way. Well, as I need it, I'll just pull the money out, with without a rhyme or reason. reason. There's just right. as I need it, I'll do it. And if I decide to buy a new car, I'll buy a new car. And you're not giving it a lot of consideration as to the impact of the overall pot of money and how long that pot of money lasts. So. The two dynamics that change have changed the retirement planning is longevity. We're living longer and the loss of pension. And so our solution is to help you build your personal pension. If you don't have one, that's a big difference as well. And it, I mean, it, it's, it's gotta be part, if you want safety and security in retirement, if you want to measure a peace of mind, you gotta be able to, to, to see this and see that, Hey, this makes sense. If you want to see how that might look for you, give us a call at 1-800-858-3029. That's 1-800-858-3029 or go to the website, first security, financial wealth com. Kick the tires. There's a lot of information. You can, you can apply for a social security maximization report, uh, uh, a compass report, which is an income plan. There's so many things, uh, color of money, risk analysis to see how much risk you have in your portfolio. Uh, that's been a big issue right now. People have way more risk than they really need as well. Or give us a call, 1-800-858-3029. That's 1-800-858-3029. We're going to head to our second break. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back, everyone. I'm David Compton. He's John Compton. And we've been talking about what we call the retirement trap. It's really a, 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 a all in our mind psychologically. When we get raises, we want to prepare for retirement. And it really starts at how we discipline ourselves to save and then the way we view money. Because what happens is, and, and I've said it on this show many times, because this is what I see on a lot of cases. Historically, Americans don't do well when they get a lump sum of money. Why? Because we, we live in a society that encourages us to be, if you know, we all have to be consumers because we all have to buy things to live. Right. But 
we're encouraged to spend every single dime we make, and then it's not enough. Then you go into debt. You don't have it, put it on a credit card. And you know, and then right. refinance the house to pay the credit cards off. It's a it's a perpetual thing is what we're encouraged to do. Well, it's a, well, if you're not doing that, something's wrong with you. You know? You could have this and that's that. it. You could live the luxury life, you know. If you got a nice bonus, what what are you thinking? You're thinking, hmm, I've been a little behind saving retirement. I'm gonna put half of that money into my retirement accounts or save it. And then the other half I'll do something with maybe. Maybe reward myself and save and you know, I, I call that paying myself and rewarding myself. Whereas somebody says, Wow, I got a nice bonus, I'm gonna take a trip to Europe. And that's, I get that too. We want to live, you want to enjoy life, but there's got to be a balance in there. And there's not a lot of balance when it comes to, uh, to those type of things because of the reports we're seeing, uh, uh, how little people are saving in this country. Um, and really more than 50% of Americans now are retiring with social security only. And it's just too expensive to live, to be able to ju- just retire on Social Security. I mean, look at what health care cost is. Do you think your health care cost is going to go up or down when you retire? It's but, ridiculous now. Oh, it is. Oh, man, I'm, I, just, I, I, it is. And as you but, get I mean, older, it gets worse. Look at your parents and grandparents. If, if you're young enough to still have your grandparents alive, see what health care cost is costing them. Yeah, they got Medicare and they got a supplement, but I guarantee you it doesn't cover everything. As good as Medicare is, which it is good, it's, your, it's the best money you'll spend in retirement. But there's still a lot of out-of-pocket expenses, co-payments, yep. and doesn't cover all the prescriptions. It doesn't cover this or doesn't cover that, and you're, you're paying for all these things. So we, we have to discipline ourselves to put some of that money aside. And like I said in the last segment, I broke down what's changed and the, the uh, dynamics of retirement is that we're living longer, longevity. Uh, so you ha- that requires that we – choose wisely when and how we draw social security and and also and this is what i want to get into a little bit now is the majority of people are retiring now without a private pension now when i say private pension i mean like if you work for an oil company or if you work for ibm or you work for a company that you pay social security and you get a pension now somebody works for the state of louisiana that you don't get social security and you just get a state pension that's a trade-off. That's the same thing as just having Social Security. I'm t- or unless you pay into Social Security and you, uh, for 30 years and you work for the state and you get both of them. There are, there are circumstances you can get both of them, too. So you have two sources of income. And then, so if you have a pension and Social Security, and let's say your wife doesn't have a pension, but she has Social Security, you've got three sources of income. And if you have 401K money, what do you do with that 401K money? Well, what we're seeing is the majority of people don't have the pension. So what happens when you get that pot of money? What are you going to do with it? Statistics tell us that 80 percent of people that win the lottery are bankrupt in five years. And you That's go, crazy. Wow. You would think just the opposite. But what happens is, you know, and that that doesn't mean everybody wins 50, 100 million. There's some smaller ones. And I would say the majority of those, the ones on the scratch-offs that might win a million, two million, or stuff like that. Yeah, you see that on TV. Yeah. Auto winners, you know. And they buy the houses, and they go in there, and they're like, 
I, and that's good. Yeah, some of them have nice houses. Oh, some of them have won a lot more money too. Some of yeah. them, you know, you got fifty, hundred million dollar winners, and they're 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 not looking for your average five hundred thousand dollar. And that's not an average house anyway. But but in some areas, it's, it's an average price house. Yeah. <laughs> you get up in the Northeast somewhere or California, five hundred dollars doesn't get you. Five hundred thousand doesn't get you much. Yeah, it gets you that. Thirteen, fourteen hundred square foot house, and I'd like. Well, I'd just soon rent before I spend five hundred thousand on those type of houses. I, I really would. That, that, but that's a whole different issue. So the reality of of what's changed or the dynamics is you don't have a pension. So your nest egg comes into play, and we I see it all the time. Clients come in and they got five, six hundred thousand dollars in a four hundred one k. They'd like more. We all would. They're happy with that, though. They're like, well, we feel like we can, we we can do okay with it. But there's no clear cut plan as to how they're going to pull money off of it and how much they're going to pull off of it. And this is where the anxiety comes in. This is what gets people a little nervous because they're wondering, is that enough? Will that last me for twenty three, twenty five? What about thirty years? And then what happens if one of the spouses die and you give up one of those social security checks? Remember, there's no pension here. So now you get to, you get to keep the higher of the two social security checks. But now I'm still living in the same house, doing the same things. Your overall expenses are not going to drop that much, whether it's really one or two people living in a house. And so then it really becomes challenging because what are you going to do with this 500 and 600? Some people view that as play money. This is the money we're going to go to Europe on. This is where we're going. And I'm not saying you shouldn't have any fun or you shouldn't deprive yourself of any means. But the reality is what we help people do is take at least, in most cases, half of their 401ks and dedicate it, dedicate it to an income plan. We're going to create your own personal pension. That's what the 401ks are for now. And then leave the other half of the money in a managed money portfolio that we definitely, that, that uh, I can prepare and put together for you. And to have that grow based upon, based upon your risk tolerance as well. And so now you still got the future growth with it. And that really becomes your play money, so to speak. That's the money you want to as the markets are up. Okay, now's the time to take some of those gains, and we can go on that trip. And what allows us to do it is because now I know where my income sources are coming from for me to maintain my same standard of living that I did when I was working. Because most people, what I find, once they, after they've been working 25, 30 years, they're contemplating retirement, the house is paid for. They don't have any debt. And that's the majority of the people that we see, not all of them, but a, a great deal of them. They're not looking to get into debt or uh, spend this exorbitant amount of money. Do they want to take a cruise here or do certain things? Yes, they do. And they know they'll be able to do it if they set up enough income for them. And that's right. why they come in. So we help them to identify where their Social Security numbers will be. And for some people, it's also a matter if they have enough assets in their portfolio, it makes sense for some of them maybe to draw on their investments for a year or two a little longer. And guess what it does? It allows the Social Security to keep rolling up. 
And we, we do, these are the type of things that you look at strictly a numerical uh, issue. Look at the numbers. Does it make sense for you to do that this way? And, and that's, and we put the income plan together for them. So now when they retire, a great deal of the anxiety goes away. Why? Because they know when they're going to draw social security. They know how, and they and they know why we're setting that up this way. So there's no debate as to whether it's, it's the best option to go. Right. They've already come to that conclusion. And then the income plan kicks in whenever they want it to kick in. And guess what? We know what those numbers are. It's sustainable, guaranteed income for the, for the rest of their lives. So now they know, hey, I've got my income needs met. I know what my income needs are. I've got my personal pension. We each have our two Social Security checks. And if they have any other source of income, that's, that's even more icing on the cake. Now their managed money takes on a whole different view. They're looking at the managed money just like they did when they were working, the 401K money. It's going to go up. It's going to go down. Uh, it's going to grow. And sometimes it's going to go back. But I don't need that money to live off of and to pay my utilities and to pay my food, to pay these other expenses because my income plan has been set up. When people recognize what that's done, it takes a huge burden of worry off of them because now they know they'll be able to all through retirement be able to to meet their obligations what it costs to live. And that's really the whole key with retirement. And this is why our strategies we don't get, our clients don't get stressed. I, I promise you in the last and at the last quarter of 2018 I don't think I had one call from a client calling stressing over what was happening in their accounts. Why? Because their income was never disrupted. They 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 weren't. Now, we had managed money, and some of the values in the managed money accounts went down. They, they expected that. But because of the way we built the retirement plan, they knew their incomes were never in jeopardy for one moment. They were just like they were at work. That's exactly right. It didn't bother them. They, they expect the normal ups and downs. They know it's going to happen. It, it is. But it's, it's, it's how you allow it to impact your standard of living that's the key. If it doesn't impact your standard of living, then it's just uh, a number on a page. It's what I hear on the news that the S&P went down to or the Dow's down to. It's really not impacting my, my life right at the moment. Will it, could it impact it down the road? Possibly if, if, if you had too much risk. But th those are things that can be adjusted along the way as well. We're going to head to our final break if you'd like. Write this number down, 1-800-858-3029. That's 1-800-858-3029. Or go to the website, firstsecuritynfinancialwealthmanager.com. Kick the tires. Spell out the word first, though. And look around. There's Social Security Maximization Report. All of these reports are provided for you. If you set up a time to come into our office and sit down with us, uh, it's a free, no cost, no obligation appointment as well. 1-800-858-3029. We're going to head to our last break. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. We'll be All right, everyone. We are back for our last segment here. And we've been talking about the retirement trap. What can you do to position yourself? And it's, you know, there's a fine balance between saving for retirement and living uh, a life that, that's comfortable. And, you and, and you know, when we talk about retirement ideas, it's not necessarily uh, with the idea that uh, you're saving for retirement at, at the expense of everything else where you don't have fun, you don't enjoy life. That's not what it is. But there is a balance. And what we see is that 
most Americans as a whole, if we have an extra five dollars, everything is going to having a good time, fun, and very little consideration is given. Because the reason why it's not it's not an immediate need. So, right. but at some point, if you don't pay the proper attention to it, you're going to wake up. And you're going to be in your mid-40s, early 50s, and you don't have a lot saved, and you're going to realize it's it's going to, it's even more challenging to play catch-up with something. So if you start off disciplining yourself, and when you get those raises, take the whole raise and dump it in there. Or take half the raise and put in the retirement. Save. Save, and you won't miss it. And what happens is that – type of structured discipline will, will will not only yield a bigger retirement account, but it's also going to help you to be a better spender on the back end when you start pulling that money out. Instead of just looking at that pot of money as a huge amount of money, you're going to recognize I need income. And that's that's the key. That's the, the, we, We've talked earlier about the way the dynamics have changed in retirement, how uh, you, Social Security has to be viewed now for based on longevity. And um, you need to take a piece of your 401k, your IRA, whatever your portfolio dollars, your savings dollars, and dedicate it to retirement income. If you do that, I see it time after time, seen it for years and years now. We help clients to be better positioned for retirement, and it takes a lot of the stress out because why? Because they know no matter what happens with the market, if the market's up, if the markets are down, if the markets are holding their own, their income is not fluctuating. It's staying the same. They get consistent income. We also have accounts that have an increasing income built into it that each year – Based on the indice that we have you uh, locked into, whatever that index goes up, your income income, uh, can go up as well. So um, that's that's just another option uh, that we can utilize to help you for retirement as well. So what do you need to do? All of us recognize there are things that we have to do. You have to take initiative. We've talked about writing this number down. Whether you call right now or you call next week or whenever you can call, 1-800-858-3029. And what we try to do is sit down. We we can do the heavy lifting for you. We'll show you what you need to have in place, especially if you're in that retirement red zone. And what does that entail? If you're approximately one to 10 years out for retirement. Obviously, if you wait one year out, you have less options. Because why? Because your time frame. And we say one to 10 years because reality, what I sit down with on a daily basis with clients is they really don't know exactly when they want to retire. And sometimes some clients want to continue to work. And then there's extenuating circumstances that require you to retire. Like the company says, hey, Bob, you're 67 years old. It's time for the young buck to come up. We're paying you way too much money. We're going to pay him half of the money. And, and you're going to train him. Yes. <laughs> and, and they a lot of them. And it happens that yep. way. And then, or the other option is, is, is health issues catch up with us. And you're no longer able to do that. And so you, you got to make an exit for the doors. And sometimes that exit comes earlier than you anticipated. So, and if you don't have that plan in place. Now you're scrambling. To, to say, what do I do? How much am I going to need? I mean, do you, I, right. Don't wait. 
No, put the understand what your social security numbers are. Right. When we do the social security maximization report, I tell clients the report's going to tell you a specific date. I focus on a range. Because nobody really knows. Because nobody really knows. And it could be other factors. Maybe you're working at this company for a long time, and all of a sudden they bring in another boss, and you just don't see eye to eye with him, and he's your boss. And you're like, you know what? I was going to work another year or two, but the heck with this. I'm heading to the yeah, exit. I got enough. <laughs> I'm going to the exit right now. This game is over. You know? And that happens. That happen maybe not every uh, every week, but uh, you know, sometimes it happens and when it does, you know what? If you come in, we build the flexibility in the retirement plan, not just from a social security standpoint, but from an income standpoint that allows you to kick these things in. A little earlier if you need to. There's no shame in it. It's just what circumstances allow. Right. And then if you have enough money in your portfolio, it part of the conversation might be, hey, Bob, let's let your Social Security go another year. Live off. Maybe they give you a severance package. Live off the severance package or some of the other monies you have for the next 12 months. And then we'll kick in Social Security. We'll kick in the income stream, and it'll be that much more. So that may make sense. Once again, it comes down to the numbers. But you, you won't have that, uh, that anxiety, that overwhelming anxiety. Uh-oh, I'm, I lost my job or I'm, I'm, I'm going to retire a couple years earlier than anticipated. And you're not scrambling to rush and put a plan together. What we show you is well in advance that you can do it. And if you're past 59 and a half, here's, here's a, a big uh, deal for a lot of companies. A lot of companies allow you to do what is called an in-service distribution, which means while you're still working, they allow you to roll over a portion or some of them even all of your 401k. Okay. And what that does is we start building your plan before you retire. So what happens is if it happens prematurely or if it happens right on time, what you anticipated, you know, at that point where your social security numbers are going to be, what your income numbers are going to be and how we're going to position your managed money and in what risk tolerance you have with that money as well. There's no guessing because the reality, what makes people most anxious especially women is what I find as soon as they know the husband's not getting paid anymore, they want to know where our paychecks are coming. Come How are we going to do That's it? Right. And when they see a sustainable income that we use off of the fixed indexed annuity, the, then they, okay, now, now you see the continents change in their, their demeanor changes and they become a little more calm. They understand where the money's coming from. It's not pie in the sky. We're not hoping the market keeps rolling like it's, it's doing. We don't need the market to keep going up, 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 up to where we always um, have to have a rising market in order for our um, retirement plan to work. Now, is it important that it goes up at some point? Yeah, all of it is. And but it will. It will. It will. Yeah. But the reality is, is the uh, indexed annuity strategies for income purposes, this is your safe money, your green money, are going to be sustainable. They're not going to drop off no matter what the markets do. So you got to have a plan. And how do you put a plan together? Write this number down. Call us at your convenience, one 800 858-3029, or go to the website, firstsecurityfinancialwealthmanager.com, spell out the word first, look around the website, kick the tires, if 
you have any questions, jot them down. And then when you do give us a call, we'll be able to answer those questions, set up a time to sit down for, for a no-cost, no-obligation appointment, 1-800-858-3029. That's 1-800-858-3029. It's going to wrap up another show. We'll be back next weekend. You have a good one. And thank you for listening to the First Security Financial Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact David Compton at First Security Financial Wealth Manager, Inc. Call 800-858-3029 or visit their website at firstsecurityfinancialshow.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Opinions expressed are solely those of First Security Financial Wealth Manager, Inc. and staff. All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, First Security Financial Wealth Manager, Inc. makes no representations as to its accuracy or completeness. This commercial shall in no way be construed as a solicitation to sell securities or investment advisory services to residents of any state other than Louisiana or where otherwise permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services offered through First Security Financial Wealth Manager, Inc., a registered investment advisor in the state of Louisiana. Insurance products and services are offered through an affiliated company, David Compton, Inc., DBA First Security Financial.